Hey y'all, it's Dr. Janae. What's up, it's Raven, and we are your favorite teacher therapist duo. And this is Houston to Healing, a podcast about all things mental health, but most importantly, a safe space for Black people. Our mission is to dialogue, find support, and share resources that help in our healing journeys. And I say our healing journeys because we too are learning and growing every day. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Hughes to Healing podcast. We are here today to talk to you guys about boundaries and talking about boundaries in a way that you may not be completely used to. Obviously, this is a topic that everyone is talking about. It's a buzzword. It's something that's trending all over social media, but we want to talk about boundaries for real and specifically what boundaries look like when we're looking at it through the lens of Black women. That part of the conversation is often overlooked and it's Mm -hmm. often minimized. And with it not being at the forefront, boundaries just becomes this thing, this trend. It's not getting to the core. It's not focusing on our mental well-being and our growth and development. So today, Raven and I are going to be going through boundaries and what that looks like and what that means as Black women and how we prioritize those while honoring ourselves and how it improves our lives and our well-being. As a Black woman, boundaries are really hard to navigate in general, and life boundaries are hard to navigate. I'm going to keep it real with you. But as Black women, it's especially difficult because we live in a society, we live in a world where Black women are often told in so many ways, directly and indirectly, in various, you know, facets of our lives that we need to take what we get. We need to stay yeah. in our lane. Yeah. We need to stay in our place. Whether people minimizing, yeah, minimizing experiences, minimizing our livelihood. So we should. We are often told. We are often receiving messages that we should be happy with what we get. So oftentimes boundaries become a how dare you yes. to a black woman. How Ask dare you more. want to have respect? Mm-hmm. Want to have balance? want to have peace, want to have joy, because you should be happy that you just got what you got. You should be happy you got a plate of food in front of you, a job to report to, a car to drive, somebody to lay in a bed with. Like you asking for those things to be fulfilling, like you doing too much. So that is often a challenge that Black women are faced with. And I feel like when that elephant in the room is not addressed, all of the work that you may be trying to do to work on boundaries is getting you nowhere because you're not talking about that to begin with. I think some of the other nuances that relate to boundaries as they pertain to Black women is when we do get to this place where we're like, no, I am entitled and I have a right to To these things, Uh want and need to set boundaries. And I have, you know, like you said, it's to have these things. When you do assert that, then you're automatically labeled that angry Black woman. Because you're either, you have either have to be passive as a Black woman, because once you're assertive, you're automatically angry. angry. You're automatically aggressive. So when you try to live in this space and be in the middle and be in the healthy part of, you know, speaking up for yourself and standing firm and implementing boundaries, it automatically is seen as being Uh aggressive and too direct and all of those things. So I think that, you know, as we are very honest about this, we want to talk about, okay, now that we have this on the table, how do we talk about being a Black woman and having boundaries and how do those two things coexist for us? And I think the last thing about boundaries that are specific and unique to the experience of Black women is 
this concept of the strong black woman. Again, when we go back to that trope, when we go back to that label, which is supposed to be this badge of honor, and it is Mm -hmm. very much not. But when we think about a strong black woman, that whole notion tells us, it tells the world in so many ways that we can handle and endure all. So boundaries are in complete contradiction of that. If you are superwoman personified, if you can carry the weight of the world on your shoulders and make everything happen for everybody, what you mean boundaries? What do you mean that you need this to exist in this way or we can't, you can't call on me at all times or I'm not everything for you, them and myself. So those are experiences that I I oftentimes feel like are not a part of the boundaries conversation. You know, the boundaries discussion is a one size fits all thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, these are healthy boundaries. Here's how to know yes, how to say no. And, and, and yeah. Absolutely. You know, here's where you say, I need to step away. And this is not my battle to fight. Like we're not keeping it real in the concept of black women. Again, we are supposed to accept the scraps and be cool with it because Mm -hmm. you lucky you got anything. And then when you do assert yourself, you know, now you're doing too much, you angry. And then last but not least, you superwoman, you a strong black woman, you can handle it. I'm going to keep giving you more work because that's who you are. So I feel like those conversations and that realization needs to happen amongst Black women. If you are struggling with identifying how to set boundaries or more importantly, how to implement them, because I think we all Mm -hmm. understand the concept of what a boundary is and how to set one, but it's the actual of walking through in it. That part is the first level and layer of what we need to be doing is recognizing Mm -hmm. these things. And so that's a conversation that Raven and I were having as we are both, you know, recommitting to boundaries because it's this lifelong process. So absolutely. So talk a little bit about kind of, you know, what your thoughts are on boundary setting through the perspective of a Black woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I mean, what you brought up too of like, we, there's a conversation that's happening, but it's also ignoring like our historical and generational trauma as Black women. And like, I think for myself, it was, set, like you said, it's continuous because it's something that I just have ingrained in my head. Like, I want to, I want to do all things. Mm-hmm. I want to handle all things, but also understanding that I can't. Mm-hmm. And I need to, For I think one of the learning things for me was I have to create boundaries to be my best self, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So then I can serve in different ways mm-hmm. and I can also be of help when I want to. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it didn't help for me seeing the Black woman in my life not having those boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Like not doing those things, saying yes to everything. And then seeing how people get when you do say no, mm, right? Like that part. Oh, like you said, it's it's like you're asking, how dare you? And and also for me, it was like you're asking for more. I, when I wasn't even asking for enough mm-hmm, at the time, mm-hmm. right? Like I remember hearing that. I'm like, wait, I'm not even asking for anything. How am I asking for more if I'm just asking for like the bare minimum, the basics? Yeah. It's, it's definitely a learning process for me and something that I think even just in our informal conversation that we talked about, one thing that I had to work on was like, how do I see myself mm-hmm. and do I see myself worthy of being able to set boundaries, implement them and execute them mm-hmm. in a way that leads me to be the best me? Absolutely. And you bring up a really good point. So in addition to understanding boundaries and what that means with the societal constraints of being a Black mm-hmm. woman, I think another thing that is critical when we're talking about boundaries before we get to What are the boundaries that you need in your life? Why do you need them and how do you implement them? The other question or the other consideration that has to take place is 
boundaries and its relationship to self-worth mm-hmm. because boundaries don't exist without that. So if you do not value yourself, if you do not believe that you're worthy yes. of mm-hmm. basic human dignity, yes. of respect, of balance, of, you know, whatever it may be, if you don't if you don't have those core beliefs about yourself Mm -hmm. or if you struggle with people pleasing Uh, if you have an issue with the fear of conflict or making Mm -hmm. people mad you don't want nobody to be mad at you if you if you can't be alone if you're scared of loneliness boundary setting is not going to work so we can't just jump right into you know what's a healthy boundary how do we set that boundary and how do we walk in it we have to do the work before that the preliminary work of what do you feel about yourself? What mm-hmm. do you think that you are worthy of? What are the deficits there? Because that has to be ironed out before you can get into boundary setting because boundary setting in and of itself can create conflict. It can, it does require you to be yeah. assertive. It can cause a rift in your friendships, your relationships, your work mm-hmm. environment. So you have to be equipped and content in those things before you can walk into who you are, what you deserve, and then those boundaries. So again, like you said, if you... If you are scared of conflict, losing people, if you don't think that you are a person that deserves these things, then the conversation about boundaries is taking us nowhere. You are just just simply regurgitating the messages that you're hearing, the things that you're seeing, the trend that is taking place. You're very much jumping on this hot topic and you're not committing to what you need. You're, oh... Um, you know, everyone is saying, don't become a workaholic, prioritize rest. But if yes. you're scared to stand up and tell your management team that, then you yeah. just saying what sounds good. You you mm-hmm. still at work, you know, showing up early, leaving late, working on the weekends, working on your holidays because you're scared of making somebody mad. You're yes. scared of your boss not liking you, of this person on your team having something to say in the break room. So those things must be addressed first and foremost. So that is something that I absolutely dive deeper with clients on. Okay, before we get to boundaries, you're in here telling me that you're stressed, you're overworked, you're overwhelmed, you're undervalued, you're underappreciated, and you want to set boundaries. Before we get to those boundaries, I'm going to ask you some questions that may seem like they're left field, but Mm -hmm. I can assure you they're not. And that's where we go to that self-worth piece. You have to identify and address your self-worth and your conflict management before you can get to boundaries. To that and I think that from my experience, we don't hear enough of that piece. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And I think what you brought up too, that was the same thing for my journey, which I'm talking to, going to therapy sessions, I'm talking about, I need to be better at setting boundaries, but I'm finding myself at the same spot. I'm finding myself of like, this sounds great. These are great sentence stems. Mm-hmm. This is great, but actually like implementing it, I can, I probably said the things like, I can't do X, Y, Z, boom. But I realized that then I was falling back on my like word. I wasn't actually committing to what I said. I can vocalize that. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. when we, like you said, we did, we went back and did that work of that core beliefs where it was like, well, do you feel like you are deserving of that? Right. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you are deserving to tell a family member, hey, I don't have the capacity to do that, period. Mm-hmm. like right and I was like I don't have the capacity to do that I'll say that and then a couple of days later here I'm texting okay what you need how much money you need right like mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. up right I'm not following through because I feel guilty or like you said there's a people pleasing mentality like oh my gosh like they're gonna hate me even for me there was mm-hmm. a thing of like a guilt of like okay if I don't do it then all else is gonna go to shit like if I don't help this if I don't 
handle this thing or do this thing. I'm not going to have another opportunity or like the worst case scenario is going to happen. And I think one of the questions that my therapist had asked me and I was like, Woo, okay, like I'm going to have to sit on this was one I did a lot of seeking validation and one having to work on having the power Mm -hmm. to validate myself. Right. And also understanding Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I can't fix everybody's issues. I can't do all the things. I can't be superwoman. And that's okay. That doesn't minimize my worth, my existence Mm -hmm. and my being. Mm And I also, but what I also hear in there is when you were talking about if you don't do it, then everything's going to fall to shit. Mm -hmm. I heard that need to be needed, which is a perpetual theme as it relates to Black women. So do you feel like that's something that you do or did struggle with that like need to be needed or you had to be the glue? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's weird because when I was being called on to be needed, I'll be annoyed, but I wanted to do the things, right? I wanted Mm -hmm. to... Like if something happens and I wasn't called on, why do you call on me? I could have helped you navigate that. I could have helped you do that. And realizing that people have their own journeys. Like people mm-hmm. are going to make their own mistakes and they're going to have to be able to fix their own mess. And I can't be in everything. In particular, when it came to like my siblings or like my mom, like, well, why didn't you call me first? And it's like, well, didn't you tell me? Oh, that's right. Right. <laughs> like, So they were honoring your boundaries better than you were. At times, at times, right? Uh, yeah. True, Not all true. the time. And then also, <laughs> I think when it comes to like more talking about work or like romance relationships, like making boundaries around that, I had to really do the work of like, I I deserve this. And if you are really somebody that cares for me, loves me as a person, you will honor that, right? You will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, I hear you. And this is what I'm going to do to be, to to honor that boundary, right? Like, and I had to be actual intentional with like doing that self-work of how I see myself because just like we, we said earlier, getting the messaging of like, you're asking for more, you're doing too much. Like you, you ruffling like, feathers how with dare this. You think you deserve those mm-hmm. things. I started mm-hmm. to internalize. Yes, I, you start to internalize that. So then every time you do want to go to your boss and say, I can't do this, you're like, ooh, they might, they might think this way about me or they might not give me another project to work on or they might, you know, you start to like think mm-hmm. about all of the other things and then you take on those things of like, okay, let me show them that I do want to be needed. Let me show them that I can do these things so that I can be called on and have these mm-hmm. opportunities, right? Like, no, I, I feel you. And I think that, you know, you're talking about one side of this spectrum that exists when we're talking about the boundary setting Mm -hmm. because there are other people who exist on the other side of the spectrum, the complete opposite. And I would go to say that I've been on that opposite side where it's like, I'm setting my boundaries and I'm I'm unwavering in them. I'm not moving. I'm like I've, mm, I've said yeah, I've said yeah. what I said. This is talk, a boundary. Yeah. Point blank. Period. We don't got enough to talk about. And you have to be in the middle because yes. where you've been is completely unhealthy, and where I've been is completely unhealthy. And so mm-hmm. you have to have the flexibility of your boundaries. Like I said, you have to be able to speak up and say no. This is not you know my my burden to take mm-hmm. on. This is too much. This is unfair. 
whatever it is. But you also have to recognize that you can set boundaries and and then you have to, life may happen and you may have to pick up more at that time. You may have to be a shoulder in some yes. capacity or you may have yes. to be the bridge to link somebody to what they need. You may not be able to be the, the one-stop shop for all that they need, but you can't say, I'm so overwhelmed. I can't help you. And someone is calling you in a state of crisis and you're not answering your phone. You can answer the phone and say, hey, I can't take this on, but I can help you find somebody. I can give you the ride Mm -hmm. to where you need to go to get the help. And so I think that, you know, both of our experiences show how improperly setting boundaries or doing it prematurely can be detrimental either way. Yes. I love that you mentioned that because I was... Also on that stream where I'm not answering calls, I'm not doing this, I'm avoiding everything. And I had to be in the position of like, okay, one, I need to accept why boundaries are needed. Mm-hmm. And then two, like you said, I can always check in with myself and ask myself, okay, what do I need? What can I do versus what can mm-hmm. I not do, right? And have a system of a check-in system that honors me, right? Okay, so yes, I said I wasn't going to loan my brother no money, but okay, I do have a little something. He asked for $300. Okay, but I can give you $150. I can give you $100. Mm-hmm. I can give you $75, okay. right? That like, compromise. That, that compromise, compromise mm-hmm. right? Or like, okay, I can't do it this time, but you know, maybe the next time you ask, right? Like you said, I had to also create that, like, okay, let me create a check in system with myself of like, let me get back to you. Let like me that. do this, right? Like, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you can, you can move them. You can be flexible. Like, and yeah, being on either extreme is definitely not not the move too. And I think also mm-hmm. that's being self aware of yourself enough that you can be like, okay, like I reassessed. Okay, maybe I thought I couldn't, but I could. That's fine, right? Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. for example, with my mom, I try. I always tell her like, girl, I don't have all day to be talking on the phone. Like, I just don't. Because man, I was talking about everything. That. But there's some moments where I'm like, <laughs> okay, like I, I remember I set the boundary with her and she's like, she had a joke. She's like, oh, I'm over the the hour mark. And I was like, girl. <laughs> and she's just being funny. She's like, like my yes. mama with that. No, but she's not like my mama. <laughs> but I was like, no, it's cool. I'm actually, I'm enjoying our conversation. Like, girl, the boundaries ain't got to be all the way, you know, like it's 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. like a more like a very like outrageous example. But it can you can be flexible, right? But it's also knowing yourself. Nah, it's it's real though. It's real because you brought up some really important points. You talked about we talked about how your boundaries cannot be so mm-hmm. rigid that you cannot, you know, you can't make your you can't change your mind. You you can you have to have boundaries that are flexible in some way. But I like the fact that you talked about not only that mm-hmm. check-in system, like where how am I doing right now? Am I in yes. a space? to absorb this information, to be the shoulder or whatever that boundary is requesting of you. But what I think is super important, what you said is the whole like, hold on, let me check in. And I think that's a life skill that we need to have more in general about everything, not just with boundaries, but we live in this world of urgency where you we've been conditioned to believe that the second we are asked Mm -hmm. to do something or ask for something right then and there we need to give our yes yes Yes, no and so when you say hold on let me get back to you about that like say you're like let me go yes let me see see if i got a little something for you or let me see if i'm in a place where i have enough in my you know in my bank, my mm-hmm. emotional bank to contribute to this conversation that you want to have that's emotionally taxing or to help you process this problem you're going through in life. 
Let me see if I got into this. Because a lot of times somebody will, hey, can I call you? I need to talk to you. And you're immediate rack. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They need right. me. They need me. They need me. I got to be there. Or you might be on the other side of that spectrum and be like, no, I, got, yeah. I don't got nothing for nobody. And the person needed just a yeah. quick brainstorm. Hey, I'm trying to figure out if, you know, should I wear this dress or this dress to that date? You yeah. know you have the mental <laughs> capacity for that. But because you yes. shut it down, because you were in this very firm, I don't ask me for nothing. I can't be there for nobody. You 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 could have mm-hmm. very much much been in that place where you could have helped that person. So I like that that pause. That hold on, a- ask what yeah. you ask. I'm not gonna be able to give you the answer right now, but ask what you're gonna ask so that I can I get can back. Assess. I can come check yeah. in with myself and see if I have it to yes. give. And I think that's a powerful tool in the tool belt. And just knowing you, I know that it took some time oh, yeah. to get there. So I would really love to hear or rehear a little bit more about your journey through Mm -hmm. boundary setting, because we've talked about it and I think that it is so fruitful. So if you can kind of talk about it, I think that would be really beneficial. Yeah. So I think one of the big things as we talked, I've been going to therapy for a while was I will always be in sessions and be revisiting things, right? Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Like I'm constantly like, why am I still at step one? And I think a yep. lot of the things that we mentioned was like, one, I wasn't doing that internal self-work. I wasn't like tackling what do I believe about myself? And mm-hmm. because I wasn't doing that, I'm not able to be self-aware. Like if I don't know where these thoughts are coming from, I can't be self-aware to make adjustments in the moment. And then mm-hmm. it was a point in time where I was taking on so many things of other people. I knew what was going on with everybody else. But mm-hmm. no one knew what was going on with me. Yep. And I was dealing with a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like I couldn't go to these people. And I think the one moment was like, I was just juggling everybody else's issues. And this was with my family in particular. I knew everything that was going on. And then I was going through a breakup. And they didn't even know I was woken up with homeboy. And they, you know, talking about mm-hmm. and I And that was a moment where I was like, I'm juggling all of this stuff. And y'all don't even know I'm going through like, a heartbreak right now. I'm mm-hmm, getting mm-hmm. in the car. I'm crying in the car. And mm-hmm. y'all don't even know that. I'm coming back, wiping my tears. Y'all don't even know what's going on. But yet I know all of this that's going on with you. And I felt like I couldn't even be comfortable to even say, hey, y'all, I can't take this on because I'm dealing with these emotions. I'm dealing with the shit myself, right? Like I'm yeah. dealing with mm-hmm. life itself, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and not only that, but also I was like struggling financially. And and I think once I realized like I'm saying yes to all these things, but but my myself, I'm not being taken care of. Like I can't it's like when they tell you when you're on the plane, right? Like put on your on your, you know, what is it called? That mask first before you help anybody else? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, help, mask. I'm yeah, helping yeah, yeah. everybody mm-hmm. else with the oxygen mask and my oxygen levels are low. That was when I realized like, okay, something has to give. And, and the homework that my therapist is actually mm-hmm. giving me, right? She's a type where she's like, I'm going to let you kind of get to your own, like not like fall on your, like flat on your butt, but I'm going to let you kind of, she knows that I need to come to my own like, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready for me to actually yeah. do that mm-hmm. work. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, girl, you told me this yeah. six months ago, but I'm ready. Let's dig into this. And that was that moment when, mm-hmm. you know, my mm-hmm. oxygen levels were low and everybody else is good. And everybody else thinks I'm good because I'm wearing it so well. And, and that's a byproduct, again, of this that's, very detrimental label yeah, of strong, strong black mm-hmm. woman where not only do people not even realize that you yourself are going through anything, but and I'm speaking from my own personal experience, it's so hard to 
when you're always that one, you are the life raft. You are the one that people call on. It's really difficult. And I'm still learning this and I'm still, I'm, I know it. I'm still learning on how to practice it and walk mm-hmm. in it is the, Hey, I'm not good right now. I'm not in a space right now. Yes. I, like you said, I'm, I need to put this oxygen mask on myself yes. because for me, this whole strong black woman notion and boundary setting for me, the biggest issue is myself asking for help because again, uh, if y'all always woo. on my phone and y'all been on my phone my whole life. I don't even be feeling halfway confident to be on the phone with you. Like, what you got for me? And I'm not saying it on a high horse. I'm like, honestly, like, like, practically, like, hey, like, you steadily asking me to troubleshoot and problem solve your life. So how can I come to you? And so it's very, it becomes very isolating because it's like, okay, not only am I, have I always been the one Mm -hmm. fixing everything. But I'm like, if I'm fixing everything, well, who can fix my problem? Yes. And I'm like, well, uh, clearly I'm doing something right. <laughs> yes. So so you get caught in this cycle where you like, I don't even know where to go or who to ask. Who's dependable? Because I'm the dependable one. It's me. Yeah. Like, you'd, be like, you'd be like, well, I'm going to pick up the phone and call myself. And so me, yeah. learn, <laughs> finding that, finding community and finding that place where you can say, I, I can't do this. I, I need a champion. I, yes. need, I need an advocate. And I think that's a big part of boundaries, too, that often goes overlooked is, oh, just, you know, just say no and, you know, just shift responsibility. And like, to Mm -hmm. who? To who? Because it's me. It's always been me. And that's the part that I think we don't spend enough time talking about. And, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, go ahead. And I was going to say, even with that, right, when you realize I'm the dependable one, has there ever been a moment where you... So, well, hey, I need to put my oxygen mask on. And then you were met with like, what's going on with you? Like you're met with questions. Not like you say questions, fine. but like shock. Like, yeah, the yeah. shock. Like, like, what you mean you're not okay? Like, how? And, how you, yes. And you like that. And then like, you, I, well, maybe. I don't maybe know, I like, am okay. I, yeah, yeah. You start to because question. Y'all, maybe I y'all, am. y'all eyebrows went up like the rock when I said I was struggling right yeah. now. Like, I can't be going through something. Yes. And, and that, I think that's a call to people in general, especially those who do have wells that they can that they can draw from is mm-hmm. recognizing that 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 pillar for you that strong person for yes. you those strong people for you they're human yes and, and and do better and be more intentional about checking in with them and mm-hmm. being support for them and i think that i've had people in my life close people to me say that when i have made myself vulnerable enough to be like I'm not good right now. Or I, yeah. I can't give you anything. I can't be your support. You're, you know, your shoulder to cry. I can't. And they're like, yep. like you said, it's that. Yeah. What do you mean? Like they're shocked. But a lot of times people say that they're like, I don't know how to support you or anyone else that I deem as strong. Anyone else strong, that I yep. deem as this person mm-hmm. that for whatever reason just has it together. Like, I don't know what to say to you. I come like, to again, you. You yeah. are the one that I come to for answers, for support for feedback like I don't know what I can give you and so I think that the challenge in those situations is for those folks Mm -hmm. to just like I said be more intentional and be honest about it hey I don't know if I can help but I'm here to listen yeah I'm here to stand Mm -hmm. with you I'm here to cry with you 
you know, if there's anything I could do, maybe it's the most minuscule task because I, and for, as a therapist, you get that a lot. Yeah. How am I going to help you? You're the therapist. <laughs> you got the degrees. You got the training. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I just I'm a, to cry a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you, you can't listen to me cry. Yes. You can't listen to me vent to rant. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think recognizing that you don't have to always just, have the yeah. answer, just being there and just creating that space because mm-hmm. strong people, whether we choose to be strong or the world makes us strong, a lot of times that yeah, that's you know, exactly you have that guard and yeah. that shield up because you're forced to. So when somebody is like, hey, I'm here, like you could take that armor off. Yeah. You can, you can release human. it. Yeah. You can yell. You can scream. You can cry. You like I, I, I got that for you. If yeah. I got nothing else, I got that for you. I think that means so much and that goes it does. so far. And so I would challenge everyone to make it a point mm-hmm. to try to be yeah. that for, for your strong person. It's like person. you validating that. Yeah. Val- yeah. And, and wa- validate them. Yeah. Yeah. Validate them and watch how they watch, watch how your strong person is like, Oh my God, like, I don't know if I've ever had this or when the, when was the last time I had it, it goes a long way. And so it's not only about all of us and specifically talking about black women setting those boundaries, but how do we show up for for our shoulder, for that person that we yes. always go to. And so that's something that mm-hmm. I think is critical too when we have this discussion. But I know that, you know, you've talked about kind of, you know, your journey through therapy and how it was definitely tied to uh-huh. your core beliefs about yourself and your battles with self-worth and things of that. Talk to me about, you know, you you after you got through that, you navigated that and you got to that space with your therapist where you're like, I'm ready. Talk to me about how you've recommitted to honoring these boundaries. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good question. I, I think that is something that I'm continuously working on. And I think one of the things mm-hmm. it's so funny because I recently told her a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I don't I haven't really been like I just been going to work and, you know, working from home for the summer. So I haven't really had time to practice out, you know, using my boundaries or whatever. And then life like, boom, here you go. Here's a couple, here's a couple of different things. And I think one thing that I try to hold true to myself is mm-hmm. like, I want to be the best me. And so I feel good when I'm the best me. I feel good when I like when I'm joyful, like that makes me feel good. Right. When I'm happy and joyful. And so Mm -hmm. in order to be the best Raven, I have to honor those boundaries that I have in place. Right. In order to be self-aware, I have to put up those boundaries. Like I was talking to a friend and I was just saying how like, you know, if I go, let's say I go somewhere, I agree to go somewhere, which I sometimes I don't like to get out the house, especially with all this stuff going on. Let's say I agree to go somewhere, right? When I was actually talking about being invited to places and like, okay, I feel comfortable if it's outdoors, if Come it can on, be masked. Right. I feel you. Right, right. And then setting that and like, and knowing that I want to be the best me in this space. So in order to do that, let me set these boundaries up. So I'm not there like in my brain, like, oh, I, sh- I need to leave. I need to go. I don't feel uncomfortable. I'm not being mean to people for no reason, right? I like, that's just like a, a very basic example. But I know when I set these boundaries, I can be the best me. And because I am the best me, then I can have my oxygen mm-hmm. mask on and help other people, right? So I know that me honoring that, I mm-hmm. get the best raven. And that's like, right? And the best raven means I'm I'm good. I'm good for my workplace. I'm good for my family, mm-hmm. right? I'm not being short with my yeah. family. I'm not being short with my friends. Right. My bills are being paid. My home is being clean. Right. Because I'm not stressed out because I'm taking 
all these other things and I'm carrying all these other all these other plates that are mine, right? Absolutely. I'm whole. Because in inappropriate and unhealthy boundaries are exhausting. It's, yes. Like it, it you like you said, you cannot function in the domains of life, the basic yep. ones, because you are just drained. So no, I absolutely feel that. And I know you had a couple of questions for me, but I think that this one is so relevant to what you're saying. So I want to just kind of jump ahead really quick and ask it. Again, your therapist has, you know, allowed you to get to the space where you're ready mm-hmm. to talk about the need for boundary setting and things like that. But what has she helped you to realize in this whole process about needing to set them, needing to commit to them, needing to do the self-check. And mm-hmm. like, how has she been integral in this process for you? Yeah, I think one, making me realize that boundaries for me equals like I care about myself, right? Like I love mm-hmm. myself, right? Like accept that boundaries are needed because it will help me reach my like highest potential. Will help me reach my okay. best self, and I think mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. I've been do, I do reflection. I, I like to reflect, so like I journal on the days where oops, like this happened. I I didn't I didn't I did not honor my boundaries in this moment. And how did I feel? How did my body feel? Mm-hmm. How did mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how did I respond? Right? How did that also leak out into these other relationships? Right? I I I took on this this task that I know I shouldn't have taken on, and so now because of that, like. I can't, I don't, my my routine is thrown off. Now that my routine is thrown off, I'm mad at the world, right? I'm going into work. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm mad at the kids because I decided to not honor (laughs) the 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 babies. I'm mad at them. Something that wouldn't have normally gotten me upset is getting me upset, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. decided to take something on and I decided to like, you know, that and that, that, gets me back into like she helped me realize like boundaries are needed and on the other end people who love you people who want to be a part of your life are going to honor those boundaries they are going to absolutely you are not you are not there to manage their discomfort you are not there to manage Mm -hmm. their annoyance like you this is my boundary, right? And then they 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 are responsible for their feelings about that. And I think also being a people pleaser, I had to understand that. Like I set this boundary mm-hmm. and like, yeah, you can be in your feelings about it, but that's not my responsibility, right? If that makes sense mm-hmm. to like have to to manage that. And also doing the homework. And one of the books that I'm reading right now is um, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. So Nija Glover okay. Taiwab Taweb, I believe that's how you pronounce their name. They're also on Instagram too. And so my therapist suggested this book. And I would say it is a book that I've been reading through and like taking in. And at the end of each chat, it's, it's a really easy read because she knows, right? Like I reading is one of those things where I'm like, I'm gonna get to your therapist knows your but boundaries. Yes, with, yes. With and Come so okay. since it's a good read, it's also bullet pointed, which is nice. And one thing that I have like seen as an improvement at the end of each chapter, right? There are like the journal entries, mm-hmm. there's exercises. And so I do think I'm, I'm naturally like a person that likes to reflect, but I do think it is good to reflect on, on mm-hmm. some things. So for example, chapter one is like, what the heck are boundaries? Like what are boundaries? And so literally like for think of a time when someone said no to you, how did you react? Cause you have reacted in a healthy, healthier way. Right. So you're doing that work of like, you're going through what are boundaries. You also go through like, 
how in the world did we, how was like our upbringing or the way we were socialized or the way we were raised allow us to maybe lack boundaries, right? And so like, not that there's, there's nothing wrong with you. Like there's, there's a reason for what you do and it gives voice to that. And then there's also out of that with, with those check-ins, like you have actual examples okay. as to how you can put that in your life. And she talks about like how we said, like, don't be on yep. either. Mm-hmm. They're flexible. Don't be on either end. Don't be guilty. And one of the chapters I'm actually going to be reading mm. soon is like trauma and boundaries. Right. So I think like free yourself from your mm. past with healthy boundaries. Right. Like and so that is, I think, things that you can that I have seen in myself of like, oh, I know where this comes from. I can I can pinpoint why this is because when I was younger, da 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 happens or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm a people pleaser. And then giving examples of like doing work to one, understand that and then go and like work to un- undo, I mean, undo our shield mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. And so, and so with that, I, I want to know, like, what would you tell your younger self about boundaries? Mm, okay. Um, there are definitely things that you've said that I absolutely have had to remind myself or, or tapping back into my inner child. You know, we, a lot of us have that wounded inner child that we're working to give voice to and understand and connect our whys. You know, when you get mm-hmm. to that place, it makes a lot of sense. So you talked about growing up and being mm-hmm. around people and women who did not have boundaries and how that socialized you to not have boundaries. So that's absolutely my experience as well. My mama did it all. My grandma did it all. Mm-hmm. Black women in the community, yes. in my world, did it all. And so I followed in those footsteps. And so one thing that I would tell my younger self about boundaries is you don't have to do it all. Um, it's going to get done because everybody everybody's going to come together and do it or it's yeah, not going to get done. Like yeah. period, because <laughs> I'm not going to be the glue and the one that keeps it all together and keeps everything afloat, like you said. And then in my domains of life, I'm not functioning properly. I'm yes. not sleeping well. I'm not eating adequately. I'm not enjoying life. I'm always doing a task. I'm just this robot that's doing things yes. for myself, for everybody else. So I would absolutely tell myself when it pertained to boundaries, like you don't have to do it all. I think mm-hmm. one other thing that I would definitely tell the young version of myself is, you know, when you do get to that point and you sit down and you identify your self-worth and your core beliefs and you you set those boundaries, they're not negotiable. And when I say that, I don't mean mm-hmm. that that they're rigid and they I can't that be extreme. flexible. Yeah. What I mean about yeah. they're not negotiable is my boundaries exist for me for a reason. Because again, I've done the work and I've assessed myself mm. and my needs and what I need to live a life of joy. So my boundaries may look completely different from your boundaries and that's okay. Yes. But in loving one another, I'm going to honor yours and I'm going to expect you to honor mine. So yes. if you tell yes. me, hey, you, I love you. You're my friend. You can call me any time of day, any time of night for anything. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's who, that's how you who you are. That's how you show love. If I say, listen, this phone going D and D at ten, and unless it's <laughs> yeah, a crisis, yeah. don't call me twice. We're going to honor that about one another and respect that about one another because you have your reasons why your phone line is open twenty four seven. Yeah, and I got reasons why mine ain't. And that's just an example. Yes. But I think that. I think that we get in spaces and we get around like-minded people and we listen to and we see their boundaries and we feel like we may need to adjust ours <sighs> because they're not theirs. 
but you don't have to necessarily. I would encourage people to only revisit their boundaries yes. when you yourself yes. or the professional in your life has determined that it's unhealthy, but don't try to mold your boundaries to look like somebody else, yeah. to be like somebody else's. Because when I have set boundaries with certain people, they're like, well, why is that your boundary? Why? Exactly. You know, yeah. why is and I'm like, that's... You're not going to have me second guessing what the work that I've done with myself and with my therapist and with my God. Mm -hmm. These are my boundaries. That's... It wasn't a question mark. It was a period at the end. This is how I operate. Say that. Say and that. Again, yes. We can yes, coexist say that. in you respecting mine and me respecting yours. Or yes. We cannot coexist. Yes. And that's a boundary for and me. And that's a boundary. Yep. My boundaries yep. come up, come, go beyond relationships. If we can't coexist and honor one another's boundaries, then we don't need to be in relationships. Exactly. And that's that's a boundary that I'm actively working and walking in mm -hmm. at, the, at the moment. No, it's so what you touched on too in that piece of like, we can still coexist and have very different boundaries as well. Also, I think another piece of that is like, you have this, like, you mentioned the phone example. You have this, like, do not disturb, right? I can't, all because my boundary, I have my phone open all day. I can't expect that from you, right? Like, we are two different people. I think that's another thing as well is, like, I had to also undo, like, well, how, like, dang, well, I'll let her call my phone anytime. I can't call her phone. Like, no, I have to honor you set this boundary, right? And my boundaries, hey, my phone mm -hmm. line is open all night. And that is something, like, that person human element and also understand that we've done the self-work to know that our boundaries are healthy and our boundaries honor mm -hmm. us you know absolutely. so yeah yeah absolutely and as somebody who has embarked and is embarking on this boundary setting journey in terms of living your best mm -hmm. life and being your best self like what improvements have you seen or which what improvements mm -hmm. are you expecting to see as you continue on this journey I think a big improvement that I'm seeing is just like I'm able to just keep up with like my routines, right? Like I'm able to keep my, there's a point in time when my apartment was not, I'm a very clean person. So like my apartment wasn't being clean because I just did, I was exhausted. So that was last on my list. I wasn't eating well, right? So I'm waiting till the last minute and like now I'm starving. Now I'm buying, I'm eating out and you know, eating unhealthy food. And so now a lot of the, like just being on routine because I know. I don't play about I'm doing, routine. Right, yes. So I, feel I, I feel you. Yes, right. So I know, okay, when I get up, like this is what I'm going to do, right? This is what I'm going to have dinner. I can go grocery shopping. I can handle those things because I'm not spending, you know, my whole day running around doing something for somebody. I'm not spending hours on the phone helping you get through whatever. Not saying that, that that's something that I wouldn't do, but. I am honoring myself, making sure my business is done so that I can have room and time to to be of help for someone else. So that has been a big improvement where that I've seen in my life. And then also with that, I think it has strengthened my relationship, my relationship with my family. I think they have seen like, OK, like, wow, Raven, like you can't do everything. Right. And it has allowed them to take on some of their mm -hmm. own mess themselves and and you know now they come to me and be like oh I mm -hmm. had this happen but this is this is how I solved it and I'm like okay like and I didn't get no one call about it I'm thank you right like so I think it has improved and also just improved mm -hmm. the way that I I feel about myself like I am deserving I am like I deserve this like yeah I deserve to be joyful and this is the way that I, I do that. And this is, and, mm -hmm. and if someone is angry and mad about it, that's something that they have to deal mm -hmm. with, you know? Absolutely. And so with, uh, what improvements have you seen 
as you are on this journey. I know and you already said like you are a routine person. We talked about it because I'm like, you are definitely any wrench in there. You're like, yo, Listen. okay. But what have you seen on your end? For me, the recommitment to my boundaries, I just am experiencing this level of peace. Mm, oh, and, yeah. the, and the way that I'm committed to my peace right now, it does not happen without the presence of boundaries that are mm-hmm. true to me, that honor me, that I've thought about and I've identified why I need them. So that's for me. There's so many things that come from the piece, but that that's what I've noticed that improvement uh, I guess. and that just feeling of peace. Like you said, the chaos and like you said, the just like run like my mom loves yeah, to say yeah. she steals. So I run around with you yeah. my head yeah. going, you ain't got no boundaries. Like that mm-hmm. feeling going away. And like you said, you talked about not only you being your best self to be your best self, but also to help others. But you just said something when you talked about the improvements that you see, you've seen. That also includes your network because you talked about the ways in which people are now doing their own problem solving, their own conflict management. So you were hindering people in ways. We have hindered people in ways because if it's, I have a problem, I got to run and call my sister, my mama, my auntie, my, you know, whatever we are to these people, we are not allowing and empowering these people to be independent thinkers and problem solvers. Um, And so that helps me a lot too, because I can't always be there for everybody. Even if I chose to, even if I, you know, never thought boundaries made sense, I cannot be there for every single person, every step of the way. And so knowing that you saying no, not right now, or can you go try something and then come back to me if that doesn't work? Mm -hmm. I think that contributes to my piece in knowing that you are now able to start working your own stuff exactly things so will i'm be not okay. worried about you all day all yeah, night i'm not yeah. losing sleep i'm not at work thinking about Dude, if you are going to be able to do, yeah you don't you got it you got it and if you don't that's your business yes i i'm i'm going to completely separate myself from yes because it is causing me complete distress yes to be to have your hand in all the pots you can't live in peace so yes. so yeah that's definitely an improvement that I have seen and I'm experiencing and I'm I'm walking in with with boundaries. And yeah, I, I don't know. Is there anything else that you think is critical to this conversation that you have not heard talked about when boundaries come up in conversation? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, one of the last things I think even thinking about my journey is give yourself grace and don't be afraid to start over and don't be afraid to also mm-hmm. in those relationships that you didn't have boundaries to then establish that right you don't have to be like well I never had it so I can't go and start that you know no you can always always start no matter how long the relationship has been right so those are the two things I think I would want to leave folks with and on that note make sure you subscribe to this podcast and if you're still not following us on Instagram or Twitter please do so at Hughes to Healing that's H-U-E-S to Healing no spaces we'll also have it linked in the episode notes but our Instagram is where you'll find our mental health resource guide and it's a space for us to connect. Yes, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Tell us what's working. Maybe you have some questions as you're navigating this journey. But just know that between Jade and I, we got you covered. We are always going to keep it real. This is a conversation and we are committed to this with you. And with that being said, Janae, is there anything you want to let them know before we sign off? No, I think we covered everything today, honestly. But something I always tell my clients is that if no one else has told you this today, you got this. 
So shout out to you for making it this far in the episode, but most importantly, for making the commitment to your mental health to show up and engage with us. So until next time, we will talk to you later and take care.